It is 2953 of the Third Age. Erebor has been reclaimed. Saron has fled from Mirkwood into Mordor to begin his pursuit for the One Dream. And the last meeting of the White Council has tasked Gildor and Glorian with assembling a fellowship to stop Umbarian pirates from assembling ancient artifacts from a Second Age prophecy. Join the players of this Adventures of Middle-Earth Dungeons and Dragons campaign as they unravel the mysteries of the prophecy. Welcome to Arda in part one of the Inglorian Bastards trilogy, Search for Tor Arasia. There, There is like a chart, I think, that I shared with you uh, called Audiences, Starting Attitudes. So, um, so if you look at, let's see, Elves of Mirkwood. Um, well... We we kind of we kind of modify this a little bit, so so it'd be I guess it'd be woodmen and elves of Mirkwood. So so it'd be okay if if Riken did this. You have sort of a friendly. Uh, the woodmen have sort of a friendly yeah uh, reaction. Okay, they're starting attitude. Briggs, what's that? Man? Oh yeah, now I can hear you. I think yeah, I thought you were muted. Oh, no, I All right, well, uh, what do you think, Christian? I'd say you go for it. All right, I'm Can't gonna do any worse than my persuasion. So. You know, I'm, I'm I'm bound to roll bad. Well, hey. Yo, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, so, so am I just going to roll persuasion then? Uh, well, Reichen has the tradition skill, correct? Yeah, it's also just a plus three. I, th- I think it might be related somehow. I'm, sh- I'm sure it is. Uh, but just do just do a skill. Uh, you, actually, you have to go into your character sheet because the tradition skill is not something that's part of your standard oh, skills. Oh, so I just so I just roll a d twenty and plus three. It. I, I, it's up to you. Just gonna do that. Oh yeah. 11. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so let's let's move our tokens over next to Galadriel and Celeborn. Um, all right. So I guess Galadriel would, would sort of... Um, she wears the pants in this relationship. That's uh, <laughs> oh, surprise. It's <laughs> true. Well, she, yeah, she's obviously one of the most powerful uh, and, and eldest elves. Um, she was actually... Uh, she's... She's one of two of the elves that are, that are sort of in Lord of the Rings that are in the Silmarillion as well. Um, she's mm-hmm. old, 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 um, and has been through some shit too. Uh, so she steps forward and um, she looks a little confused why the woodman is is addressing her uh, <laughs> when there's an elf present. Um, Anglin kind of like awkwardly waves, like hey. <laughs> maybe she's not confused anymore after that. <laughs> yeah. So, so she. Um, what do you say, Riken? Uh I say, I say, my lady, uh, please uh, excuse our intrusion. Um, we understand that these lands are not to be traveled, but we're here on a very important mission, um, and we've been counseled to seek your aid. Um, she says, "I." She says, "I know of your quest." Um, so uh, she says that um, she is actually a part of the council that set these wheels in motion um, with the uh, with the the blue wizard and the um, and uh, well the others as well the white wizard um, uh, and with, with the elves of Rivendell with Elrond. Um, she says that um, she knows what chases you, um, and and she knows that. Um, the, the Umbarians that took the Elendil Stone are, are, is just the beginning, um, and so she she doesn't know the the cor- course of action to take, um, but she she says that she would offer whatever counsel or um, whatever small help that she can. So she kind of opens it back up to you uh, for for any questions that you might have. Um, uh, you know, 
you, there, there are lots of things, lots of um, lore cards that you guys have, lots of items that you guys have. Um, you know, if you have any questions for her, now's the time really to ask. All right, what do you guys got? Uh, look at my lore cards here. What the hell are we supposed to be doing with this thing? I asked her about my sword. <laughs> Um, so she, she comes down and, um, I guess she would give you the whole backstory of Anguaral, um, on how, how that the, the sister's sword slayed a mighty dragon. And you guys are all going, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that, 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 that explain why the dragon was afraid of it. Yeah. And, uh, so, so she, she tells you the true name of the sword, um, which you already know. Um, and, uh, possibly even would, would sort of, um, would, would mention the dragon by name, uh, Glauron and, uh, Turin Turinbar and, uh, um, uh, Gurthang, the, the sister sword that was reforged. She, she talks about how the sword, um, is not made from metal from Arda and how the metal has, has come from, from beyond Arda. So, so, um, I, I may have I, I may have missed something. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, finish up. Right. No, no, I, I, that was that was uh, unless Marco has a question. That's all she would offer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I may have missed something in the, in the past, but uh, I'm looking at this diagram, uh, Teradon's wager. Um, and we, so, am I correct in, our, in saying that we only think that we know what two of these things are? <coughs> yeah, that's correct. I guess we, I was sort of wondering if there was anything she knew about how it was connected to the um, the seeing stone, the Palantir. So, what do you ask her explicitly? Are you are you asking her someone? Are you asking her about Teradon, or are you asking her about the sword still? Um, I guess the Teradon's wager. Like we have, we have the sword, right? We have, and the the, we have the stone. We have the sword. We have the the other stone. <laughs> <laughs> So we have, so we know what three of the four things are, right? Yeah. We don't have the fourth thing, and and we don't know what this thing is. Teradon's wager, right? So when you when you mention Teradon, and you, I'm guessing you get out the sort of the little plate that you had with the yeah. scroll, the scrawl on it. Uh, it was mostly like 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 it was kind of notes. It looked like um, she says, Ah, Teradon, that is that is not something that I have even thought about for many many years. Uh, <coughs> She says that um, Teradon was once a student um, of the works of Celebrimbor, and uh, Anglin, at, at the mention of Celebrimbor, your eyes would, and your ears would perk up. I love you, I love you too, Josh. Yeah, I love you. I love you guys. <laughs> um, so, so you have uh, Anglin, you would have, uh, or I should say Christian, you have the Celebrimbor in the ring lore yeah. card. Yeah, I'm reading it right now to myself here to see if I'd have like follow-up questions. So they, they um, so Christian. So if anybody has questions about who Celebrimbor was, uh, Christian can answer those. Um, but he, um, not that Teradon studied with Celebrimbor, but that Teradon was essentially obsessed with the works of Celebrimbor and actually came to Lorien um, to study to, to study. And um, he actually stayed in Lorien for um, for a good while and r- wrote many things. I, I gonna I'm gonna tell her like uh, I'm sure she I'm gonna say I'm sure I'm sure you know this um but we're carrying we think three of these things um and we don't know what the fourth one is and and we don't know what the meaning of the whole thing is <clears throat> so she you know she she's starting to sort of put two and two together in her head um and she says yes um she says do, do any of you um uh, do the writings of such a man interest any of you 
Uh, Anglin would definitely. Sorry, one second, Mariah. Uh, Anglin would definitely be interested, and he would he would be like, uh, "Tell me how many of the secrets of Celebrimbor do you think he he knew? Was he was he privy to all of his work?" Is anybody is anybody curious about who Celebrimbor was? Or are you? Are you um... He forged the rings with uh, Sauron. Well, right. Yeah, but I mean, like in character, is anybody like what, what the who the hell? Yeah, is yeah. <laughs> so who would, Before who we move on, who is this guy? So Anglin would say Celebrimbor was the was um, last in the line of the House of Feanor. Um, he was ruler of Aragon. Is it Jared? Aragon. Aragon in the Second Age. Um, he was a master Elven Smith. And and he was uh, the responsible for creating the Elven Rings of Power. He was he was responsible for creating most of the Rings of Power. But uh, <laughs> so so Sauron uh, basically came to came to them and uh, they smithed the rings together, except for the Elven Rings. Celebrimbor didn't fully trust him, and so the Elven Rings were made without Sauron. Um, and Celebrimbor was the last in the line of Feanor, uh, which and Feanor was the man who created the uh, the elf that created the. Marillion. Uh, I'm sorry, somewhere else. Um, so, so this knowledge, this great knowledge of of creating these master uh, jewels. Um, the uh, the the thing that you see Aragorn wear with the, looks like a like little thing with wings, almost mm-hmm. the little necklace, the silver necklace. Yep. That um, that was a recreation of the um, the Elisar stone uh, or the or the elf stone. Um, Celebrimbor actually created it for Galadriel because he was in love with Galadriel, um, and, and so it was a it was basically an heirloom of Galadriel. Galadriel gave it to her daughter, um, and uh, and her daughter sort of gave it to Arwen, and and that's and that's how Aragorn ended up with it. Um, hmm. So so uh, so anyway, to, to catch us back up, um, she asked, um, it, you know, it is interesting that that you have come to us with these three these three items. Um, and, and she she doesn't seem like she knows about Teradon's wager, but she knows about Teradon the man. Um, and uh, so she w- we don't think she would have any insight. And after like letting her know what the other items may be, any insight to what it might be, what we're looking for. Um, yeah, so so she she'll comment on she'll comment on that, but um, she she sends an elf off to get something and brings back a parchment, and she says this is the last of, of what we have of his writings. Um, so she shows it to the group. Yeah, Anglin's like, oh, gimme, gimme. <laughs> he kind of like overly is like overly excited and like kind of runs up to her and like tries to like grab it from her, and you notice like some of the other elves are like, hey, what the hell is this guy doing? <laughs> Huh. Thoughts? Uh, so you, you look over and she actually has something in her hand that looks like this. She says, I've held on to this for nearly a millennia. Um, Anglin like shrieks like a high pitch like ah! <laughs> <laughs> It's old. <laughs> so so um, I ask her what, what she thinks that this has to do with the with this whole thing. Is this She says um, based on you know the 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 whole concept of a wager. Uh, he he didn't share this with us, um, but but it's obvious that he thinks that he's he's found a way across the straight road, um, and that that somehow he can uh, through some ritual and through some 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 magic some 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 item that he has created turn on with the use of these uh, 
um, these items uh, a path to the straight road. But he, she says, this is a very dangerous proposition. Why? What is that? What does that mean? What is? She says, when the when the world was created, um, uh, or she says, she says that the world is surrounded by the void, um, and that and that all of the greater and lesser powers of the world um, first had their home in the void, and um, and she says some that should not be mentioned have been banished back there, um, and she thinks that this ritual based on based on the the, the diamond and, and the uh, the objects that you have the uh, that it taps in into the power of the void. Um, she says, look, she says, that which has escaped the void. Um, and she says, an item that contains the very power of creation and um, an, an object that was created um, with, with, the right, with the right holder and with the right set of um, alchemy or the right, the, the right sort of perfect alignment. Um, you know that the, the uh, Alendial Stone, when it was held by sort of the air, of Numenor could look across the straight road. So, so Teradon was was wagering that with all of these perfect aligned powers, and she says, I don't know what the I don't know what the fourth item is, um, but with these perfectly aligned things in this ritual, um, he 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 thinks that he he's found a way across the straight road. It looks like. <clears throat> well, that sounds bad, <laughs> or very very good, right? I mean, for a lot of people, that that's. I think Marco said something in the first or second session about how the Numenorians, some of the Numenorians. Well, you you can re- repeat that. I think Marco, if you remember what you said. Um, yeah, basically, um, at first the Numenorians were granted long health because um, of their great deeds in the first age, and they were happy with this. But um, over time, they grew jealous of the elves and um, frustrated with the gods because the gods said that um, you know, it was the gift of Iluvatar to um, like death was the gift of Iluvatar. Uh, but they wanted to um, live forever, or they wanted more time, essentially. Um, and over time, a lot of them became very frustrated and um, started seeking um, ways of gaining immortality. I said it much better the first time. I don't really remember <laughs> what I said. <laughs> That's the gist of it. Um, yeah. So, so Teradon thinks that he can be immortal by doing this. I mean, he is essentially already immortal, right? Well, you, Marco, is actually well, is you... still alive. No, nah, well, as far as we know, he's not. We went into his tomb, right? Correct. Uh, we have must. You wouldn't think that he would not have all of these items if he was still alive, you know. Mm. Well, you're not sure. You're not sure his interaction with these items, right? You, you know that he thought he knew where the sword was, but you don't know if he ever actually performed the ritual or if he was involved with collecting or distributing the items. Okay. <laughs> he, off- he offers you freely the ring. She says this that your quest um, is something that's very special for her people, and that that the Olindial Stone must go back to the Tower Hills near the Grey Havens because its purpose one day will be to to go across the straight road and go home. Angolan kind of like shrieks and is like, "Ooh, let me see!" And like grabs it <laughs> and okay. starts like inspecting it, and, like weighing it, and like pulls out like a little monocle and is inspecting it like a little magnifying glass. <laughs> um, when you're done looking at it, can I try putting it on? See if yep. anything happens. Yeah, he would. He would inspect it for a while, and then he'd be like, "Oh, how rude of me!" And he'd be like, "Does anyone else want to see it?" Everybody wants to see it. Yeah, so he'll uh, he'll toss it on over then. So I, I think I, I shared the, the signet ring's powers with you all. Mm-hmm. So uh, so when you put the ring on, um, you suddenly hear, um, well, both of you, I mean, both speak Cinderin, Um but let, let's just say perhaps uh, 
you don't speak Quenya, uh, Faradir, and let's say maybe Celeborn whispered something in Quen in Quenya to to Galadriel that you understand. Hmm. Okay. Neato. Um, okay. What What was she saying right before she handed us the ring, Jared? Um, I honestly, I don't remember, but, um, she offers you the ring, um, oh, well, she, she does say that the, the, you know, the Elendil stone can't stay here. Um, it, it's places by the sea, um, next to the, un, uh, as close to the undying, the road to the undying lands as possible for, for its purpose one day is to return home. So what do you think we should do? Uh, well, she she says that um, the nearest ally that you have is an Isengard, um, and that if you can make it to Orthanc, um, it's 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 possible that that um, Saruman could sort of help shield you against your pursuers. Mm. I don't like that guy. He smells bad. What's that? I said I don't like that guy. He smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> Stark. Uh, so uh, uh, so I guess that's it then. Orthanc. <sighs> She yeah, doesn't have any. She doesn't have any idea what that fourth item might be, does she? She doesn't. Mm. Does it do any of you? Uh, I don't think I do right now. Let me see. By the way, someone else can take this ring if they want to use the abilities for it. Yeah, I don't know that. Other than like Sheer, he thinks it's awesome. Anglin, that's the only real reason Anglin would want it. What has the greatest gift of them all? The gift of a Luvatar? Death. <laughs> Put in Terragon's ways you go. It's, it's in the lore notes. So Anglin would uh, would ask um, what she thinks is the safest route for us to take for our next destination. Um, she says that that if you head south um, uh, and basically skirt the edge of Fangorn, uh, you might be able to get to you might be able to round Fangorn Forest um, and get to Isengard um, before the wolf uh, and his. Uh, um, sort of underlings uh, get to you. Um, she does say that she has reports uh, that, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, that the wolf left Mordor nine days ago um, and that that would put the wolf within three days of Lorien. Mm. Uh, Glenn would be like, any advice if he catches us? <laughs> <laughs> well, he uh, she, she again tells you that the, the wolf has been um, it's, it's ancient magic that Sauron, that Sauron is basically um, has redone uh, and recreated a wolf in Karkaroth's uh, image um, the, the way that Morgoth did uh, in the first age. We should have just thrown these things down the pit with that other thing. That's what I'm thinking. We should have just been like, chucked them down the pit and been like, they're safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's <laughs> uh, That's funny. Would it have been untrue? <laughs> I mean, maybe that thing would have used them. Uh, uh, I guess that's it. Then we have to rush to 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 try try to reach Isengard. That's what she'd recommend. Um, she says that she would she can she can offer you sort of one night's rest in in Lorien. Um, she says that um, that far. F- Power things are stirring um, in Mordor. Uh, that, that this is the beginning of something. She doesn't know what exactly, but oh, oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so she, so she offers um, this. She she offers one loaf to everyone. Nice, nice. <coughs> Awesome. It is a Ortha bread is a is a is a something that I made up. Uh, it's a it's a form of lembas bread, but it has uh, specific properties other than just filling you up. Make this run fast. Nice. It's essentially the the haste. Uh, 
Yeah, so it's essentially the haste spell, I would guess. Let's see. Yeah, let me just write that in there. That's what I meant. Um, There's enough for one, uh, one for each of you. Oh, I was like, there's enough for one of us. <laughs> Later, fools. <laughs> so, Anglin, you take. Uh, Anglin, don't you have. You have some other stone already. Like I said, Anglin would really only take it just out of like curiosity. He doesn't like need the abilities. No, no, no. That's not. That's not. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't judging you for taking it. I think it fits actually. But um, didn't you add? What, what was the power of the other thing that you, that you have? Uh, you mean like my other class ability or, or the uh, other trinket I have? The Lindial Stone. What does that do? Oh, it gives me the lucky feat, basically. Okay. Why? What do you think it was? Oh no, I was. I was just. I just couldn't remember. Um, all right, so so you sleep there that night, um, and I'm guessing you're gonna you're gonna set off sort of the next day. Is that right? Mm-hmm. The plan. Okay, uh, Spriggs, you're you're quiet tonight. Yeah, I came in late. I'm still catching up. Uh, any questions for the group? Anything that, that we can cover that, that you missed? Um, no, not yet. I, I think I'm finally got everything down. Going to Isengard. We know who we're going to see. Did she say? She would she would say that the White Wizard. Um, and most most of you probably had heard the name Saruman. At some point, okay. um, yeah. And so, did anybody? Did anybody get a chance to look at um, the item? So, so the the Lorian Pterodon scroll. So you you guys have his ring, um, but you're still missing. You're still missing something. So so so, how does the? Um, okay, where is it here? Jeez, I can't find the scroll now. Is that in lore or not? It's it's an item. We need the shield. Yeah, looks like you you need the shield, and you need to figure out what the greatest gift uh, what, what that means. Um, um, yeah, I guess I guess I would ask her. Uh, uh, we should have asked her what 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 where the north south crossroads this tower is. What this tower is, the catacombs. Pardon me. <clears throat> what's the uh, so the, that's du- what the shield is? Does the Dunedain want to answer the tower at the north south crossroads? No, weather top. Okay. No, it's a, no. It's sorry, the uh, so I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, I was so, thinking of the east westward. Yeah. All right. So that's another reason to go to Arthonk, then I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So remember, so, um, uh, let's see. Let me look in the lore cards. Um, I believe Isengard and Orthanc is in there tonight. Uh, if you if you want to share anything about that, Marco. <clears throat> yeah. So Isengard, also known as Agrinost, or the Iron Fortress, is one of the three fortresses of Gondor, and uh, it held one of the Palantiri. Um, it's like a super tall, uh, <laughs> black and penetrable tower, uh, <laughs> and uh, it was built by the Dunedain. Um, see, uh, recently, Saruman took up uh, his... Um, watched there. He basically just asked the stewards of Gondor if he could chill there. And they were like, yep, that's cool. So, yeah. So, the, so the catacombs below the tower are where this is? <laughs> that according, actually, <laughs> according to the the item that you just got, yes, there are catacombs below the... If if that is or think what he was referring to, the tower at the north... So, what, he's, what you think he's referring to is the Gondor-Arnor uh, line, right? This, yeah. I think, is one of the three towers of Gondor, where there were four in Arnor. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose. 